welcome to Just Being Real. I'm your host, Anna Murby. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're here. For those of you returning, welcome back. And for those of you who are keeping count, this is episode eight. So how was your weekend? Did you do anything fun? Um, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I, am, I can't remember much of my weekend. I know we did um, go yard sailing. That's something that my family really enjoys doing. We always just, we love looking for treasures, you know, things that we think might be worth something. I know my husband really loves doing that. And my kids obviously just love looking for new toys. And I'm homeschooling now. So obviously I'm on the hunt for, you know, books that I can help them learn with. And, you know, just ways to organize and make things easier. And I found a, um, or my, my husband found a old um, magazine rack, I guess, a wooden magazine rack. And it's perfect. It works. I can put my kids' books on there and that helped a lot. So we had a successful uh, weekend, I guess you could call it. But how was your weekend? Did you do anything good? Did anything happen that wasn't so good? If you need me to pray, please leave me a voice message or send me a message on my social media and I'll be praying for that. Um, well, let's see. Monday, I got, I had the best day. And I know a lot of people don't say that they're like, Monday, ugh. It's Monday, you know, and I, I'm kind of that way too. I didn't used to be because my, my husband used to have Mondays off, but then the pandemic happened and things got all wonky and everything. And then he, you know, had to switch jobs within his job and he had awful hours overnight. And, you know, long story short, when he came back to his new job, he was able to come up with um, different days off. So now he has Saturday and Sunday off, which is good because then that gives us a chance to go to church. But at the same time, he no longer has Monday off. So now Mondays for me are like for everybody else. And we're like, oh no, it's Monday again. <laughs> but this Monday I was actually looking forward to because my husband and I were going to be out getting the car fixed. And I know that probably sounds like, wow, you really know how to cut a rug, Anna. But <laughs> but hear me out. So my mother-in-law was able to come and stay with the kids. And we weren't sure how long it was going to take. We thought maybe a couple hours or whatever. And we didn't want to have to take the kids with us because we wouldn't have a car, obviously, for us to go anywhere. And there's no way they would have wanted to stay at the dealership for two hours or whatever with nothing to do. So my mother-in-law stayed with the kids at our house and my husband and I took the almost, almost an hour drive um, to go get the car fixed. And we ended up having six hours to ourselves. Oh, you have no idea how awesome that felt. Um, like seriously, my husband and I have not had that kind of quality time just us two in like ever. We've been married almost seven years and we, we haven't had that long of a time together um, where it was just us two because when my husband met me, I had two kids already. So, you know, we had, you know, we didn't have, 
what a lot of newlywed couples would have, which is just them. You know, they get to go on dates whenever they want kind of thing. Like we didn't have that. So this was really nice. The last time we had, you know, like a, a day or so where it was just us was when we went to go visit his brother in Las Vegas around the first year we got married. So it's been a while. So this was definitely a Monday I was looking forward to and I was excited. And I didn't think it was going to be six hours. We, Like I said, I only thought it would be like two, maybe three, four at the most is what we thought. But it ended up being longer. And I'm very, I'm very grateful that God was kind and gave us that time and that we had such a wonderful mom who was willing to watch the kids that long too. So yeah, that was, that was the highlight of my week so far was getting six hours with my husband alone. We had fun. We walked around where we were. We went to go eat. You know, we just, we just had fun together and we got to relax and we didn't have to, you know, tell somebody, stop arguing, don't do this, stop doing that, be careful. You know, it's like we didn't have to be parents in that moment. We got to just be ourselves. We got to know each other more. So, yeah, that was my Monday. And then Tuesday ended up being my Monday. Um, that was my hard day. And... I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to tell you that I did not do so well on the anger front on that day, which is the main reason why my Tuesday was not a very good day. Um, got a little tip for you, I guess. It's a tip, um, or maybe it's just a nugget of truth. Accountability is awesome, but it can also be painful sometimes. Case in point. My eldest, Evangeline, is 14, so she listens to my podcast, and, you know, um, we were, she was sitting on the couch watching something, and my youngest, she was doing the mom thing to me again, and if you don't know what I'm talking about with that, go back and listen to episode seven, and that'll clear up that confusion for you because she she was doing it again and it was really grating at me on this day and I'm not entirely sure why but it was and I just kind of snapped at her not like full-on angry growling bear um yell but it was enough to you know cause my eldest to say mom calm down I listened to your last podcast. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. And I apologized to Katya for it. And, you know, everything went well after that. And I, you know, I realized that I have accountability. And, you know, that that's good. It's good, but it, it hurts when you are doing something wrong and you end up needing that accountability like I did. Um, so yeah, I mean, don't not find accountability because you're afraid someone's going to call you out on something. That's how you grow. That's how I'm growing is because I know that my family's watching. 
my daughter's listening to my podcast. So if I'm going to say something, I need to be doing what I'm saying, what I'm telling you guys to do. I should be doing practicing what I preach. That's what my whole family tries to do on a daily basis. If we say you need to do something that we expect them to do, we should be doing it ourselves. Otherwise, they're going to look at us and be like, why should I do it? You're not doing it. That's how kids learn. That's that's what kids are about is they're looking at you. They're feeding off of what you're doing. And I noticed this in negative ways be, um, and good ways because my kids will pick up good habits that I'm doing, but they'll also pick up bad things. And when I see what they're doing wrong, I get convicted too by God because I feel it immediately that they saw me doing it. And you know, I'll apologize and I'll try harder to not do that or to work at it. So I encourage you, don't give up on the idea of accountability because it might be uncomfortable. You gotta, you gotta lean into it even when it's uncomfortable because it's, it's just a part of life. If you want to grow and you want to be healthy and you want to be strong and make right decisions, you're going to need someone to help you when you need it. So yeah, if you don't have accountability, I suggest you find it. Um, I mean, you, if you have kids old enough, I'm pretty sure you could just ask them and they'll probably help you. I mean, my five-year-old does it for me. My nine-year-old does it for me. My husband, I have friends, you know, I, I have accountability and you know, it's, it's okay to be stretched. It's okay to be told, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, it just shows that they care. And that's what you want is to know that someone cares about you and your well-being and seeing you thrive. So, yeah, if you don't have accountability, I suggest you find some and lean into the idea of it, of being accountability to someone else, too. And, you know, just let's work together to help each other be stronger and encouraging and bold and to make better decisions okay um another thing i wanted to discuss today i've been reading an article in um a magazine that i subscribe to called focus on the family magazine and there was an article in there about kids who are sensitive um, like emotionally sensitive and that's definitely my son and it had some pretty good tips in there on, you know, how to help them. The one that I liked the most was called um, do-overs. And it's just like when you have a blow-up moment or whatever, or an extreme overreaction moment, you just, you know, say do-over and try to help them figure out how they could have you know, done that situation better rather than you blow up and you ground them or yell at them or whatever, you know, just give them ways where they themselves can learn how to manage their emotions. And I think that's good, especially for my son. I know he needs that a lot. And I know I think I could benefit from a do-over too, going through what I'm going through with trying to curb my anger I could use many do-overs, you know, it's like, I think it's something that we all could use as a do-over, you know, every once in a while I think we just want to yell out, do-over, and, 
you know, just have everything go back and then just start again. And sometimes in life you can't do that, but there's times when you can. You know, there there's times when, you know, you're in the car, your kids are arguing and fighting, you can just yell out, hey, let's do a do-over. How would we do this again differently without the arguing? And just have them play it out. That way next time, maybe they won't do it again that way. They'll remember, oh, well, this didn't work last time. Maybe I should do it this time. And I thought that was a really good idea that I'm going to try to implement into my life. Because with four kids, it can get pretty pretty hectic. And, you know, there's plenty of do-overs to be had in our family. So I'm going to try to be more intentional on um, trying to help him especially, but all my kids and myself and my husband manage our emotions a little better. I mean, frankly, my husband manages emotions pretty good because he's, you know, pretty laid back and pretty chill. Um, I used to be, and then I had four kids, and, you know, I I guess I'm still kind of that way. It does take a lot sometimes to get me angry now. It didn't used to be that way, but it is now. So, I mean, I, I, I waver on that front, but I'm getting, I'm getting better at, you know, being more relaxed and having a longer tether before I finally snap. So I, I praise Jesus for that because there's nothing I did um, except for surrender my will to him and, you know, let him take over me. So, yeah, I I encourage you guys, if, if you have any other tips for me on, um, you know, how to deal with emotionally charged kids you know, something that may have worked for you, or if you want to know any more of the other tips that were there, I can um, tell you about those. But yeah, just leave me a voice message or message me on social media, and maybe I can, you know, connect with you and we can, you know, try to trade tips or something with each other. That might be something interesting we can do together. Um, so that, you know, we can be accountability to each other. Ah, look at that. I tied it into the other stuff I was talking about. <laughs> Anyways, no, if you guys really feel like you need help or feel like you have something that might help me in my situation, I'm always happy to hear about it. That's what this podcast is about, is to create a community where we can share tips and ideas and thoughts with each other and we can help each other grow in love for each other and for Christ and so we can you know do better in our families and in our daily walks so yeah if you have anything that you want to share with me feel free to find me on social media or leave me a voice message on here and we can you know figure it out together on how to help our emotionally charged kids all right I have a question so do you guys think that a bed or a pillow can really affect your, um, like give you neck spasms or, you know, just affect your ability to, um, function because you have like tension in your neck or whatever, because I've been having issues with my neck for probably a week, at least nonstop. And I've gotten a massage like, um, on Monday I got a massage 
and it helped for a little bit, but I still have that tension and I, I've tried three different pillows and obviously I haven't tried a new mattress. Those things are expensive, but I've, you know, tried rolling my shoulders, stretching, you know, I've, I've done a lot to try to relax and I'm not taking medications. I don't like to do that if I can help it. So I'm not obviously doing that. Um, although I don't know if Icy Hot is considered a medication, in which case I'm taking that. Occasionally I'll rub the, um, the one that I have on my neck. And I don't know, I just really haven't noticed too much of a change in it. And I don't know if maybe it's my pillow or if it's my bed. Um, if you guys use a specific mattress and you see that it helps you sleep better and maybe it helps you feel better, if you could let me know what mattress you use, that would be wonderful because I know my husband kind of has a hard time sleeping sometimes. So, I mean, we could probably, we could probably benefit from a new mattress. I don't really know. Maybe it's our mattress. But, I mean, if you have a good pillow that you use and the brand that you trust or whatever, you can let me know that, too. Um, yeah, I just, I would like to wake up one day without having a stiff neck. Because when I write, it's really hard to stay focused on that. And thank the Lord that, you know, I can at least move and function. It's not like that. It's just uncomfortable. I can feel it always. And if I do move a certain way, it will hurt, but I still have function to do things. It's not like one I've had before where for like a month straight, I couldn't do anything without pain. It's not that bad. I just don't want it to get back to that point. And I don't know if maybe I just have tension somewhere in my life that I don't know about or whatever. But um, if you guys know of any um, home remedies or, um, you know, mattress, pillow, whatever that might help with this situation, I would be eternally grateful for any guidance you could give me in that. And yeah, <laughs> I thank you in advance. So that's probably going to do it for today's episode. I know it's probably a little shorter than you guys are used to, which may or may not be good for you today. I don't know. Depends on if you're pressed for time today and you're like, this is the perfect amount of time. Or maybe you're like, oh, I wish I had more. I ask for your forgiveness that I wasn't able to give you more today and that maybe if I seemed a little um, uh, aloof, or whatever. It's just because right now I kind of feel a little bleh. Like, um, I woke up yesterday with, um, kind of a sore throat, but as soon as I got up, I was fine. So I figured it was just allergies. And then I woke up this morning with the same thing again, but it's gone again. But now I have a slight headache and my stomach just feels a little meh. So, you know, I'm just kind of tired and out of it today. So, but I didn't want to not talk to you guys because you're like an extension of my life now. And, you know, I think about my audience a lot and, you know, I pray that every episode God would 
reveal himself to you in some way. So I hope that's been happening. And I hope that that was able to happen even in this episode as rambly or random as it may have seemed. But I hope you have a wonderful weekend and that you have a great week coming up. And I just pray that you have a good day with your family every day of this week coming up. Don't miss a moment because, you know, kids grow so fast and life happens and you never know what is going to happen. So cherish every moment you can, whether you're feeling good or not. Cherish every moment. If you found encouragement in this episode, please let me know by leaving me a voice message or, you know, finding me on social media and just let me know how today's episode impacted you. Share it with everybody you know, especially those you think could benefit from something that was said today. Don't forget, if you're on Apple Podcast, make sure you leave me a five-star review and leave a nice comment to let others know that you are enjoying this podcast as well. I thank you for tuning in today, and I pray that you have a wonderful weekend. God bless. Bye.